Hey there, welcome to Get Up and Speak with Pamela Wills. I am Pamela Wills for Holistic Fashionista Radio. I'm an expert confidence coach and I help authors, artists, business owners, coaches, and healers to get over stage fright and get up and speak in front of people. Today we are going to talk about um, my very first radio show. We're going to talk about fructifying your stage presence. In other words, getting yourself to bloom on stage. I have my top 10 tips for you today, and I'm really looking forward to getting that out there to you because confidence on stage is kind of the biggest problem that most adults have in life. It's like public public fear number one is getting up and speaking in front of people. And something like 75% of all adults have this fear at different levels. So I chose this topic because I think it's super important for us to get the word out about what we do and what we create and how we can help people. And if we can't speak about those things confidently, then we really won't be able to help people and we won't be able to move our businesses as much as we could. So let's get started. Today, it's fructify your stage presence. I chose the word fructify because fruits of our labor come when we actually plant the seeds and help things to grow. And your confidence on stage is certainly something that needs nurturing and will grow only with attention and care. I want to talk about this because I have many clients and have helped dozens of clients to help get over this problem. And you might be one of them, you might not. I know I was. I was for a long time. I was a very shy, quiet girl. I was a bookworm, and I was always in dance class, always taking uh, ballet and tap, and I was on stage every year for a recital, but I never had to say anything, thank goodness. I was the head of lettuce in my fourth grade production of Peter Rabbit. Danced, no words, no lines. And as I got older, I really made sure that um, I inched my way forward a little bit more, opened my mouth a little bit more each time until uh, I'm here before you today. But there were a couple of times in between where I, I got lines in a show or I had to get up and make a speech and I was petrified. But every time I, I did, I got some help and I got some advice, and I learned how to feel more confident uh, when I was in front of people. Are you someone who is afraid to get up and speak in front of people? If so, you're not alone. Lots of people wilt under the pressure of getting up in front of an audience, kind of like a thirsty flower, right? Your throat will dry up like a desert, and you feel like a lonely weed in a concrete parking lot on a hot summer day. It's rough, right? Don't worry, you are really not alone. It's more than 75% of all American adults, male and female, who admit to feeling some level of stage fright in front of an audience. It's kind of like an epidemic. But there's no need to lose hope. There are lots of ways to raise your confidence up and help you feel stronger as a speaker. I'm talking from experience here. Any shy bunny can absolutely learn how to face that fright plant the seeds of confidence and courage, <clears throat> and really get blooming as a happiness speaker. So I have these top, top 10 tips for you, and I hope that they will help to 
fructify your stage presence. Let's get started, shall we? What is it that holds you back the most when you're on stage? Are you afraid of how people will judge you? Are you afraid of people not being on your side? Are you afraid of um, not remembering what you want to say? There's so many different things to think about, moving parts and all that. But um, the bottom line is people come to hear you because they want to know what you have to say. And people are really going to be on your side. You have to remember that that audience is there. They're with you. They're on your team and they want you to succeed. So keep that in mind as we go through this, okay? Here's tip number one. Be prepared. Be a Girl Scout. Be a Boy Scout. Make sure that you are on top of your material. Prepare your material. Give yourself some practice time. If you have to, uh, read it through in front of your, your spouse or your kids. That's a great way to build up a tolerance in front of an audience, start small. If you have a chance to practice at the venue where you're going to pre where you're going to present, do that. It really, really helps. Get a few friends to come as you feel more more comfortable, uh, or do it in your living room. And it's really, really, really helpful to try and keep your eyes on the audience instead of on your paper or on your, your note cards. Try and memorize as much as you can so that you can connect with your audience. All right, here's number two. Dress the part. Before you leave the house on the day of your gig, you want to look the way you want to feel. You want to feel confident, right? You don't want to be fussing with whatever you have on. You don't want to be too hot. You don't want to be too cold. Maybe dress in layers so that you can if you start to sweat it, you can pull off a jacket or a sweater and still feel like you look great, still feel confident but comfortable. Uh, don't wear the new thing that you're not sure whether it's going to dig into your side. Don't wear the new shoes that are going to hurt your feet unless you've broken them in already. Right? Shoes, super important. Make sure that you know exactly how you're going to feel standing up there. If you have an hour-long presentation to make and you've got to stand the whole time, those shoes had better be good. You'd better be ready with those shoes, right? Make sure that you look the way you want to feel. Be comfortable, but present yourself the way you want to be seen. Very important. Okay, number three. This one you can do weeks ahead of time and just do it every day. You can do it on the day of your presentation. You can do it in the car on the way to the gig. You can do it as many times as you want in the shower, when you get up in the morning, before you go to sleep. You want to visualize your presentation. And not just not just see yourself up there. You try this. See yourself succeeding as if you already made the speech and it was a huge success. Okay? Go through all the steps of your presentation and make it a hit. Make it standing ovation. Make it everybody laughing at the right times. Decide on the outcome, the successful outcome of that gig in advance. Talk about it to yourself as if it already happened and it was a wild success. And use as much detail as you can. If you want to write it down the first time, write it down. Read it to yourself if you have to. Go over it and over it. And the more you do that, the more you know you're going to succeed and not be nervous and really kill it. That's 
kind of my favorite, number three. Visualize. All right, here's number four. Watch your posture. It doesn't seem like a big thing, but as a dancer and a choreographer, by the way, I'm a choreographer, it's, I can tell you it's hugely, hugely important to how you come across to your audience. If you're sort of standing all slouchy or your posture is kind of relaxed and you're in a, a larger menu where you have, you know, 100, 200 people listening to you, those people in the back row, they're not going to get anything other than you being slouchy. So standing up straight and tall can make all the difference in your confidence level, first of all, because you're getting all kinds of oxygen in when you're standing up straight, for real. <clears throat> but also, it, it gives your audience the impression of you being confident. You'll feel more like uh, a tall, beautiful, graceful, elegant, tree with branches rather than like a twisty old scrub pine. And you'll know that you're the most beauty gorgeous rose in the whole entire garden, right? You'll be up there, you'll be standing tall and straight, you're blooming branches, and it gives you a hugely different confident stage presence from when you're not standing up straight. Stand tall makes a huge difference. Take it from the choreographer. Number five. I call this one play nice. And this is number five because it's sort of at the center of everything I teach. You want to play nice with yourself. Give yourself a pep talk as often as you need it. Talk nicely to yourself. Be your own best friend. That visualize, number three, visualizing and talking and thinking about your, your presentation as if it already happened in a wildly successful way. That's one way of doing this playing nice with yourself. There's no reason to be the mean girl or the mean guy to yourself. There's no reason. There's every reason to be your own best friend. And we can all do it. It starts with noticing the negative self-talk that we all do to ourselves. And it doesn't matter where it started or how it started, but the main thing is just notice it and, and say to yourself, who, you know, who gives that mean voice the right to be talking to me that way? I don't care how you got there. Just turn down the volume. Turn down the sound, and eventually that mean voice will not show up anymore. You want to turn down the volume on the mean voice, turn up the volume on the nice voice. You have every reason to be at least as nice to yourself as you are to your best friend or your mom or your daughter or your sister or your, your partner or your pet or even the lady at the grocery store at the checkout counter. I'm sure you're really nice to her. Why can't you be that nice to yourself? It's a big, big, big part of confidence. Positive self-talk, playing nice with yourself, being your own best friend huge. Practice it every day, all day, all the time. The first way you want to work on that 
is to be aware of that mean voice when it shows up and step back from it. That's the first step. We'll do another we'll do another talk on that whole thing because it's important. For now, just practice that being aware. All right, number six. Center yourself. It's really great and helpful to create a pre performance ritual to help calm your nerves. If you see professional speakers or actors backstage before they go on, you will notice that they find a a place to be alone for a moment or two before they go on and go either whatever they do for themselves, they say a prayer or they go over their most important key points or they listen to some kind of music that calms them or focuses them or whatever their, you know, their their own personal customized pre-performance ritual is, that's what they'll do. And if you're going to be speaking more often, which, by the way, we all should be doing in order to get our businesses the attention they deserve, speaking is great. So the more you speak, the more you want to create these sort of structures and rituals. This is a great one. If it involves holding on to a rabbit's foot or it involves playing hopscotch or it involves, uh, you know, shaking your head, your hair up and down and back and forth and playing the hokey pokey, go for it. Whatever you need to do to get centered and calm your nerves and channel some of that adrenaline, do it. Do the same thing every time. It might take you a while to find the one that works, but it's a huge help. All right, moving on to number seven. You want to, when you're doing your presentation and you're speaking and you're talking to a group of of networkers at an event or a group of investors or, um, you know, people who have come to hear what you have to say or potential clients, take your time. Don't rush. If you need to take a breath or two, and have a pause, like that one, it's okay. Breathe. It's really important to keep breathing. Have I mentioned that? Breathe. If you need to take a deep breath, take a deep breath. A lot of times, a well-placed pause can really emphasize the key point that you've just made. In any case, there is no reason why you can't stop and take a drink of water, breathe, gather your thoughts for a moment, like that. No need to rush. Even if you have a deadline, if you have a time on you, prepare your material so that you have a couple of moments to breathe. Don't speed through what you're saying. People won't get it. People won't get what you say if you speak too quickly. Right? Take your time. All right, number eight. Smile. Have a good time. Try to have fun with what you're doing. Even if you're not having fun and you're scared to death, take it. 
fake your smile, fake your confidence if you have to, and yes, it will eventually come because you're up there doing it. You are up there and you're squeaking out what you need to say and people are listening. So look at that. There's no reason why. You might as well have fun with it, right? If you can uh, crack a couple of jokes or you can um, say some things that, you know, tell a story, tell a funny story, tell an interesting, heartwarming story. It's always good to have some fun because that's a great way to connect with your audience. Tell them something that, that makes them laugh or smile. And you just keep on smiling. Here's a, here's a little tip from people who are on stage a lot. You have trouble smiling because your mouth gets all dry? Put some Vaseline on your teeth. No lie. Works great. All right, number nine. Number nine is all about staying flexible. And I'm not talking about going and doing yoga while you're trying to make your presentation. I'm talking about allowing yourself the room to make mistakes, to improvise, to go with the flow. If something doesn't work, if you're using, you know, uh, an overhead projector or you've got props or you're relying on other people to do their part and, and somebody misses a cue or whatever, you've got to stay flexible and allow for the mistakes to happen because they will. You're live. You know, live performances are filled with little mistakes. Professional all the way down to totally amateur. So, <coughs> excuse me, you want to make sure that you can deal with the mistakes being made because they will be. You just keep right on going. If you say something and you mess up what, you, what you're trying to say, like I just did, you just keep going. Same thing in dance. My dance teacher always told me, if you mess up a step and you're on stage for a recital or you're doing a show and you've got you to you get through the rest of it, you don't stop and say, hang on, let me, do, let me start over. Because the rest of your fellow dancers are on stage with you going on and on and on. They're not going to stop and start over with you. You've got to just keep on going. And there are tons of examples of that. But if you can stay flexible and just go with the flow, it's going to help you to feel more relaxed. It's going to help you to feel more confident because you know that you're going to be able to get through it that way. You won't have to keep stopping and starting and stopping and starting, right? Allow yourself to make mistakes. It's okay. Everybody does. You're not expected to be perfect on stage, you just expected to give the information and be a little bit entertaining, right? You want to you want to give the information and you want to make it interesting. So staying flexible is going to make a huge difference for you. Also when you're practicing your presentation and you're trying to memorize what you're trying to say, Allow yourself a little room to say things a little differently. Um, you know, try and practice in some go-with-the-flow kind of mistakes. You don't have to read every last word exactly the way you've written it. Give yourself some room to improvise and, and interact with the audience if you can. You know, uh, what happens if you forget what you're saying or what happens if you look at the audience and it looks like you're losing them? Interact with them right away. You know, start asking questions. 
or if you've got a bigger, if you're at a bigger presentation and, and it would be difficult to pick anybody out because it's a bigger space, you can still ask questions. You don't necessarily have to get an answer, right? You can say, do you get sweaty palms when you're about to stand up and, and speak in front of people? You're going to hear people say, nod their heads, yep. <laughs> or you can say, if you feel paralyzed and, and your head starts to buzz and you have no idea what to say when you're about to stand up and speak in front of people, raise your hand. Okay? You'll see a whole bunch of hands go up. That's what I mean. Interact. Keep them with you. Right? Okay, here's number 10. Ready? I'm on number 10 already. Number 10. Don't worry about who likes you and who doesn't. It's not about you. It's about your presentation. And remember, the world does not revolve around you in this moment. Okay? You're there to offer information and make it interesting. And whatever happens during that presentation, life's going to keep going. Right? Not the be-all, end-all. Of course, it's important for you and your feeling of success and achievement and confidence, but it's not going to kill you. You're not going to die from it. Life is going to go on. So there's no need to worry about the outcome or about the judgment of the audience. You want to assume that your audience is with you not against you. They're there. They want you to succeed, especially if they paid to come and see you. They want you to succeed. They want to hear you present that information in a way that makes them happy or smarter or richer or whatever. So you, you're putting... You're, you're, when we get afraid to do something, when we feel fear, it's, we're putting that fear on ourselves. It's just a concept. That, it's like a mask. It's like a costume that we put on ourselves or we put ourselves in that box of fear. So we're just assuming this mantle of fear that we, it's like a curtain that we can't see through, right? What I'm here to help you with is to move that curtain from in front of your eyes and ears and mouth so that you can see that fear is just an idea. And you can absolutely get up and speak in front of people. If I can do it, you can do it. I was the shyest bunny around for years and years and years. So think about these tips. Pretty soon, you won't just bloom on stage. You'll be praying for a sunny day so you can stand in the spotlight all the time. It takes a little practice. It takes a little bit of guts to continue to practice. And it takes being nice to yourself and not assuming that you're going to fail. It takes being nice to yourself. Talk nice to yourself. Be your best friend. Be your own best cheerleader. That's where we're headed. 
All right. Thanks so much for joining in and tuning into the Holistic Fashionista Radio. I'm Pamela Wills. I'm the Confidence Coach at PamelaWills.com. And this has been Get Up and Speak. To learn more about Holistic Fashionista, please visit www.holisticfashionista.com. If you're interested in having your own show, please send your materials to angel at angelquintana.com. That's A-N-G-E-L at A-N-G-E-L-Q-U-I-N-T-A-N-A.com. Thank you very much.